welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the I Am Sherry Goodall podcast. Today, I have a guest that is so unique. I know that you don't know anybody like her because I don't know anybody else like her. And I know a lot of people. No, I'm just kidding. But the truth <laughs> of the matter is Sharon UC is in a very unique space. She is packaging chick. She is the go-to guru when it comes to custom design and packaging. Sharon has been in business for many years and she loves working with designers and brand owners who need a passionate partner vendor to print and do packaging for them. So I'm going to just bring her on because I think she can do a far better job of telling you a little bit about what she does. Welcome to the podcast. I am Sherry Goodall. This is my guest, Sharon Yusey. Hi, Sharon. Well, hello, Sherry. This is so exciting. Oh, hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> That's our little greeting for each other. I love it. So I know that you can do a much better job explaining what is Packaging Chick? What, what is it that you do and, and the space that you're in? Well, thank you so much. I mean, I, funny, if Packaging Chick is just something that happened, basically. I was about to get laid off from a job in the paper business. I've been in the paper industry, buying paper for printing for about 20 years. And that company figured out, oh, whoops, people aren't printing on beautiful paper as much as they used to. And so one of my clients said, oh, you're about to be laid off? Well, we like you, why don't you come work for us? And that client was a, a box manufacturer, so they make, folding cartons for oh. retail retail packaging. And I said, well, let me see if I get the, the severance pay first, and then I'll consider what, you know, what we might do next. And I got the severance pay, and then they said, okay, come work for us. Come sell folding cartons. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I did not know. You mean I, it's printing, basically, but now we're adding three dimensions because it's packaging. And... Um, I said, okay, I'll do it. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be a box salesperson. And I actually <laughs> said in my mind, a box schlepper. And I thought, oh, I just don't, I don't, I'm going to be straight commission and I'm going to lose business because I was one penny off or something. That was just blowing my mind. Oh, I, wow. hadn't ever, I hadn't really ever sold to get a purchase order and to do a credit app and, and to actually manufacture something. I was always just getting someone to specify the paper for the next project. I used to call it fake sales, but it was really <laughs> <laughs> promotional sales and I loved it. But this thing, now I'm gonna be a box schlepper. And um, so I called, I was just chatting one day with a designer friend of mine and he goes, well, yeah, you're totally my packaging chick. And you know, this guy's my PowerPoint dude and I'm like, you said packaging chick? And it, I mean, I'm telling you, Sherry, it just hit me like, oh my God, that's totally it. You know, it's <laughs> casual, but it says what I am. And so I called my parents right away. They always had been involved in my career and interested in what I do. And so I called them and it was like, I said, I got, I got a name for my business. They're like, what business? <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm going to go work at uh, this company and da, da, da. And I said, it's packaging chick. And I'm telling you, it was like silence. I'm like, what? They said, well, it's kind of biker-ish, isn't it? And I'm like, oh, 
Okay, chick, right. Uh, we'll take off the K. Packaging chic. So you can call it packaging chic, I'll call it packaging chick, and we'll be good. And that is how this whole thing started. It was out of my fear of being put into this box of, oh, you're another vendor. You know, you're another box rep. And I think that's my big thing. I, I desperately don't want to be that. I want to be involved with a brand. I want to be involved with what you're what are your plans? You know, tell me about your graphics and all that. But at the core of it, I am just a box salesperson where I work, I represent factories that actually produce packaging. Whew, there you go. And I love that you said I didn't want to be put into a box, literally. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, look, I did not. Really that way. <laughs> that was good. I didn't mean to actually say that, but hey, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> good boy. So oh, let's talk about your. <laughs> You're so into boxes, Sharon. I guess so. <laughs> so let's talk about that a little bit. What what excites you in your business right right now? What what gets you jumping out of bed in the morning? Well, I mean, I'm always excited to. It's really about helping people, I guess, at the at the core of it, um, on a day to day basis. You know. La -da. Right now, though, what I'm trying to do is take these 13 years, 14 years in packaging, and I want to share that and, and somehow train people, you know, through courses and maybe even a community where they can have this library of information. Because we speak, like when I started saying folding cartons, you know, a lot of people's eyes rolled back in their head, like, what are you even talking about? There is a language that we use in packaging and printing that um, if you're a graphic designer and you've never done packaging design, you might be kind of like, yeah, I'd really like to do packaging design, but I don't, I don't really know all the stuff, you know, or maybe you're a procurement manager who used to buy widgets and now they're over here buying, now you have to buy boxes too. And, and so they're, I'm hoping, my plan is to help these people make it really easy to understand. They can have a quick reference. They know what they know how to talk to their vendors to get the most value, you know, for their buck. So that's that's my current micro thing that I'm jumping out of bed for. Um, but I I just love business and marketing. And so I'm always excited and wanting to do projects or meet with designers or even just to be in the presence of creative people. Yes, and and so I, and then I definitely want to really hone in on what that means from a marketing perspective, and I, and I'm sure that people who are listening to this that never thought or knew that someone like you existed, right? Because even when I met you, I was I was like, you do what? Okay, and tell me how that works again. And then it it actually made sense because at that time I had just left a company where we were looking. And I think I told you this. We were looking at packaging for a cologne that we were about to put out and you know we had to go through picking the colors and the box and the texture and you know the inside yeah. packaging of it and yada 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 so i get it but the average person who may be listening to this podcast doesn't probably understand the impact or importance of packaging so knowing you let's go back a little bit about the history of some of the if, and I know that there's some brands you can't talk about, but some of the brands that you've worked on um, and developed, um, for example, I believe you can talk about direct mail, some of the um, subscription boxes. Oh, yeah, definitely. 
probably um, one of the most uh, exciting things that I worked on or projects that I worked on was for Birchbox. And uh, it was in the very beginning when the two gals were just starting Birchbox and they came, they came to me, it was actually, I mean, right, they, they went to Harvard Business School together and there was a group of women from that Harvard Business School class that you'll know the brands that they all went on to hatch and build. Um, so those gals, I mean, I remember I met them in New York at the Ace Hotel and, uh, and they had ideas and, and then from there we did structure and we did samples and then we started printing. So we did the, the outer shipper as well as the inside rigid box, which is now, I mean, iconic and how fun their, their, their uh, name was Birch Box. So, Hey, love that kind of client. Um, yes. And you know, what's really cool about that story for me is uh, there's a brand called Tatcha and uh, Victoria, she, or Vicky, um, we met and I can't remember how we met, but she was in that class and her brand is Tatcha just picked up by a huge, by a Unilever last year for a large sum. And I, I've done some packaging for her, but not so much because she was bringing her products in from Japan and everything. And she's the one who referred me to these other people. So Birchbox and then Stitch Fix, another one that's all about the packaging. You know, that's the yes. uh, clothing subscription where the box comes to you. And uh, so we, in that case, I did the corrugated and the stickers. And, and for me, at, at some point, once these brands get on the radar of the big, huge um, producers, uh, packaging producers, usually I say goodbye. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. One, because I, I can't keep up with it because it's just me basically and then a small team, but also because now they need, they have bigger distribution areas. They have other, you know, they like Stitch Fix was only in San Francisco. Um, now they might have San Francisco and somewhere on the East Coast. So when those are things that at some point, I mean, I'm sad to lose it because it's, you know, income, but I feel like I hatched to lose something, you know? Yes. Yeah. And, and you know what, it's interesting you say that. And I think it's important that we note this, that a lot of times people go into business and they assume that they're supposed to be these big conglomerates um, and grow into these huge companies when in fact, there are businesses like ourselves that we help you get started so that we can kind of pass you off to the big dogs. And and businesses need people like us, you know, at whatever level or industry we're in to help them level up. And I, I feel like it's almost like raising your children and then you send them off to college. <laughs> Literally, I'm in that stage in my life. <laughs> but um, it, it's the same in business. And so there is definitely a value and importance for businesses like yourself that can get somebody like a Birch Box or Stitch Fix, you know, to the point where they can even be considered um, by larger companies. Yeah, I love that you said level up because, um, you know, I get a lot of people who find my website and they will say, you know, I, I need a hundred mailers. I'm going to do handmade bathing suits or something like that. And, you know, there's not a lot of people you can talk, you can search, you can Google all you want, you know, but then you just don't really know, am I doing the right thing or is this, is this the best way to do it or whatever? And, you know, a lot of these small businesses, you know, the stats, they're not going to make it per se. Mm -hmm. And, 
um, you know, p people will come to me way before they've got all their all their real branding and their plan laid out because it just seems like, oh, good, it's something to buy and it's something, uh, you know, tangible. So there's times where people will send me, you know, contact me and then I'll say, geez, I just don't think you're ready. You really want to think about your branding and who your customer is and your whole distribution chain, not just how much an envelope is going to cost. You know, this is going to cost you a lot more than you think, even though I'll give you a price. <laughs> there's so right. much more involved, you know. Yeah. So let's talk about that because, you know, having worked with you, um, a couple of my clients, uh, you know, we've, we've come to you and looked at things. Um, you know, I had a cosmetic brand. We were looking at doing packaging, um, which I was excited about the project because they were looking to level up and they were going to present to Target to see if they could be carried in their store. Um, when someone comes to you and they're saying, okay, we need packaging, where do you start? Like what, what questions are you asking them to get them engaged and, and figure out where they need to go? Because most people just say, I need a box or an envelope, like you said. They totally do. And then I, sometimes I feel like, well, I think I have it somewhere on e a response email or something like, look, I'm going to ask you a lot of questions. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I just can't uh, give an answer without, you know, sort of knowing this bigger picture. And, you know, one of the things right off the bat is, where are you going to sell this? Are you going to sell only online? Are you going to sell? Are you trying to go into retail? Do you have retail already? Um, I also want to know, like, who, who's your client? You know, are you luxury? Are you mass? Are you super organic? Um, and, and really, it, those kinds of questions, I may, I may not have to ask because it may be very obvious already just from talking to them. Or I'll also ask. You know, who are the brands that you look up to or emulate, want to emulate? Um, because all those things to me, then I have to figure out, well, what would be the right material? If we're just talking a box, you know, what would be the right material? Now, if you're doing, say, a gift set, we'll go back to the uh, beauty business. Maybe you're doing a gift set, you know, what, three or four lipsticks in a kit. Some brands, you know, typically what you might do is you might have a, a plastic vat tray. A vac tray in there inside a box um, but some brands like no no plastic we're not doing plastic even if it's recycled RP you know our pet mm -hmm. no we're not doing plastic so those all those kinds of questions like who's your audience what's what do you stand for that's that's like really really important and then of course quantity quantity yes. is always key <laughs> and you know, a lot of people don't know yet um, and they want to know what's your MOQ. MOQ is what's the minimum order quantity. And sometimes it's not a quantity that's minimum. Sometimes it's a total dollar figure that's minimum. So, gosh, Sherry, there's just so many, <laughs> there's just so many variables. And sometimes I wonder, am I making this harder, you know, by asking all these questions? But I, I don't think so. I just, it really helps me to zero in and maybe save some time on flailing around, you know, looking at other options. Yeah. So. No, I don't think so either because, you, you, you know, again, I came to you on the behalf of a client, but oftentimes brands are contacting you directly. And those are the questions that you have to ask them. Um, and I had to go through a lot of answers I had. Some of them I had to go back to the client and say, okay, we need X, Y, and Z. 
and you know even the dimensions of what you're going to put in the box things like yeah. that and then my favorite that I, I love following you on um, Instagram because you will be out shopping somewhere and you see a box that completely excites you and I think that's hilarious because I don't know anybody who gets more excited about a box than you and you put it up on Instagram and because now I understand more um, I see the excitement with you when you're putting those pictures up. So talk about the marketing aspect. Like once the box is created, I don't think people realize, you know, things like color and where it's located on the shelf. Like what are the kind of things are you looking at um, from a marketing perspective to help them with? Well, I mean, it really depends on the on the client because when it's a bigger brand, they've already they've already done all their research on you know, what it needs to be, what their look and feel is and that sort of thing. Um, I just saw a photo the other day and it, and I had taken this exact photo myself and it was like, it was at Sprouts or yeah, it was at Sprouts, you know, at natural, natural market. And it was all the cosmetics um, in that store. And I mean, every single one had vibrant color everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. I mean, it is just so noisy on the shelf and so i was thinking you know well gee what what would if you had a brand and you're so excited you got into this chain this uh, grocery chain what would you do to stand out on the shelf and i think you'd have to just go like black or something because i'm telling you it was like a <laughs> rainbow of craziness and it was all different brands but they all kind of ended up looking the same um so I, a lot of times I don't really, I can't, I don't get into that with the bigger brands because they've already figured it out. And I, it's really a, um, a relationship thing. Do I, do I have the standing within the relationship to comment and say, you know, you might want to think about, you know, doing this or that. Sometimes that's not my role at all, but certainly yes. with some of these startups and stuff where I'm dealing directly with the founder, um, they are looking for that kind of validation. You know, well, what is, you know, should it be bigger, taller? Uh, they might have a color, and then we'll say, well, if you're if you're looking to be very sustainable, then use a minimal amount of ink. You know, that would be just one, you know, one example. Uh -huh. um, so it really depends on the client how how involved they get with me on my suggestions. <laughs> you know, yes. like I said, some will take it, and some won't. And and um, who are some of the larger brands that you've worked with, and and what you know what type of things, if you can talk about it, have you done with them? Um, one of my clients is uh, or has been uh, Republic of Tea, so that's a, a tea brand, and yes. they're kind of neat because they have a very specific, you know, look and feel and persona. Um, so I've done some work in the specialty food area. I've got a client who does sauces and rubs she's not very big that's small my biggest client has been uh bare essentials and the buxom brand so both of those brands skincare color cosmetics and that's really where i cut my teeth and just took a deep dive into the beauty packaging industry and got very involved um just so that i so that i could know how to speak their language and to me yes that's super important um i have a client i'm working with right now who I don't have the purchase order or anything yet, but we're, we're working on um, holiday packaging, and it's a um, it's a low alcohol beverage, um, and that's exciting too because I uh, well, wait what a minute, I, what's the point? <laughs> you appear what's the point to be if there's no alcohol. Okay, wait, I digress. I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
<laughs> it's a brand that I list really resonated with visually. And so I'm like, I really want to do work with you. I really want to do work with you. And, you know, when they're, when you're a smaller brand like that, you don't have someone necessarily on staff that can, you know, manage all the, all the print or packaging. You have people that could probably create the ideas and do pretty mock-ups, but there's, there's something beyond that, that really needs, you know, they really need help in. Um, well, I mentioned, so I mentioned Bear Essentials, Buxom, uh, Tatcha did a little bit of work for them. Stitch Fix, Birchbox. Um, there's been a well, lot. I know there was a conference that you went to. Yeah, you have done a lot. <laughs> um, I know there was a conference that you went to recently um, for startup brands, and you were very excited about going. Can you talk about that a little bit and, and what that conference looks like? Because I had never heard of it until you told me you were going, oh. and then I started looking it up, and I was like, this is a big deal. Yes, that was called Founder Made. And um, what I really found interesting, oh, found interesting about this was this, they have um, created what they call the Consumer Discovery Show. And that's where emerging brands could, um, it's a small curated show where they will, if you have a brand, you would have your booth. And the people that attend this are uh, finance people, uh, um, influencers, people that want to find brands that they can work with or support. And so that, that was exciting. Um, and there was beverage, there was uh, what they call wellness now, so a lot of CBD. I mean, there was a joke at one point where I went, I went up to a water company and I said, well, wait, is there CBD in here? <laughs> because I'm <laughs> telling you, so many products had, uh, had CBD in it. Um, but what's cool about FounderMade is they actually, um, they foster this whole community. So as a brand, you could be a member of FounderMade. Just this, this event was just one of the things that they do. They have like a CEO um, retreat where they, they have really high level people coming in and helping these founders try to scale up their business. Um, so that, yeah, that was really a cool thing. It was the first time I had done a show under my own brand. So that was kind of cool because I was yeah. in charge. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so, thanks for asking about that. That was a neat, that was six months ago. Well, has and, it been that long? It yeah. seemed like it was just like two months or so. <laughs> yeah, well, we're in different times now. Time, time passes differently now. <laughs> oh my God, my days are running together so much right now. <laughs> so what's next for you? What's next on your radar? Well, I, um, because I always want to be learning and knowing more stuff, I have added another company to my repertoire, if you will. And uh, this company actually does creative and packaging production, uh, brokering basically, really in the wine and spirits segment. I've always loved the packaging. If you look at the gift packaging for, um, for spirits, I mean, I don't know. I, I always tear that stuff apart and say, how do they do that? And mm -hmm. um, so I really, um, I'm kind of going into that a little bit. And I don't think it'll dilute what I do already. It's just, I need, I always need, I get bored. So I always need to be learning and doing more. So I'm, I'm adding that. And then, like I mentioned, my whole um, courses and maybe it's going to be a community where we meet and just, talk about packaging and 
tear stuff apart <laughs> and then maybe people bring in a project that they're working on and we can do sort of a critique. I don't know if people have time for that or not, but I think um, there is this need for a, a private safe place to talk about, well, I don't really know about that. Can you help me? And yes. um, so I'm excited about that. And and you also have um, um, style by a packaging check. So can you talk about that a little bit too? <laughs> well, that is just a uh, just a creative outlet, if you will, because <laughs> what would happen is I would someone would say, "Hey, come over for dinner. We're doing Italian tonight," and just something happens in my brain where I'm like, "Oh, Italian! I should do like little table cards or place cards," and then I'll end up, you know, we'll be late to the event because I'm on my computer sketching or designing <laughs> or cutting something out. Um, oh, so I always goodness. get in trouble for this, but just you could say something to me and all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, I see that as a blah, blah. You know, I, I got to do a logo for that or I don't know. So this style by packaging chick, it's, um, I'm not putting really a lot of time into it, but I, I do, uh, there's a store on Etsy that I have where I've done leggings and uh, some sarcastic, some quasi sarcastic sayings with mostly watercolor based <laughs> imagery. Um, mugs, t-shirts, I don't know. I wish, wish, don't wish, you know. I am currently not allotting a bit of time for that. Um, yes. <laughs> I also know that you have to be working on custom designs for our girlfriend, Lisa Kennedy, and her yes. lollipop designs. So, yes, I've seen the leggings and things for her brand. So that's interesting. And for anybody listening, you have to go check her out because her logo is a unicorn. So Lisa's, Sharon has yeah. been working on her, on yeah, on Lisa's stuff. So it's been fun to watch that evolve. Yes. So you have a course that you're working on and um, you're, you're thinking about launching that. Talk about that a little bit more. And um, if people want to get information from you, where can they go to find that? Well, I have done quite a few classes at the university level, just as a guest speaker, coming in to talk to graphic design students who are taking a packaging design class. So they're they're not they're not getting um, you know any background in production of packaging or how things work. And so this this starter course or mini course is really kind of giving you an idea of what goes into making a box, which whenever I take someone on a tour of a plant, they're like, oh my God, I had no idea it took this much to make a box. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we need like, you know, three to four weeks to do it because, you know, that's just how it works. So this class really talks about um, terminology, um, what the different steps are, what who's responsible for what during those steps, and then timeline. And then from there, there'll be more detail, you know, if you went if you went further than the mini course, then we'd be talking, you know, getting a little more detailed on structure, um, more technical type information. Um, I'm just going to start with this, the mini course, I think, and yeah, and build as I go. <laughs> well, I'm excited for you, and I think it's it's definitely needed. You know, um, just seeing all that you've done, and then. The experiences that I've had, I know that it, it, it definitely will be a beneficial course for people. I hope so. It's going to be fun. Yeah. And I, what I love, it would, what I would, what I really want to see is 
I love seeing the light bulb come on for people. And, you know, I, I gave a class the other day over, over Zoom and it, and everybody had their videos on, so that was good. Um, but it's just kind of awkward, you know, it's so much more fun to be in the room and actually touching and feeling the samples and everything. Um, but it, I think that's what's really gratifying is when people go, oh, that's why, or oh, that's what that means, you know, love that. I love yeah. being able just to get all this knowledge out of my head and give it to somebody else. Because I started <laughs> with nothing. I mean, I really didn't, I didn't know what I was getting into, Sherry. <laughs> I mean, I kind of did, but not, not really. Um, so that's, that's, that's exciting. And I don't, my site is not live yet, but I'll be, you know, announcing it or teasing it out on um, Instagram here. Okay. And, and I know I should be doing on, should be doing it on uh, LinkedIn as well. <laughs> yes. So where can people find you on Instagram? It, my uh, handle is just at packaging chick. No K packaging c-h-i-c okay and you also have a website what's your website address and it's the same just uh, packagingchick.com awesome so i like to round out the show with something that i call rapid fire oh this is the part i'm nervous <laughs> about <laughs> yes okay and so what i do is i ask you a question um you know, just three or four short questions and you answer with whatever comes to top of mind. This could be dangerous. <laughs> I've had some interesting answers, but let's see how this goes. All right. So if you're watching what you're eating, which, and, and you want to have a cheat meal, what's your favorite cheat meal? Cheat, not cheap. You're talking about cheating. Cheat. Yes, <laughs> cheating. Cheaters. Quarter pounder with cheese fries. <laughs> I would have never guessed that. <laughs> I don't really, uh, yeah. <laughs> that would be like totally cheating. Yes. <laughs> okay, great. So next question. <laughs> Finish this statement. If money were not an object, I would. First thing that came to mind was um, was tra had to do with travel and living in a foreign country. Okay, okay, I like it. Last question: <laughs> cake or pie? Pie, 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 pie. <laughs> you know why? Because okay. of the fruit. I'm thinking it's healthier. Make up for the quarter pounder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is how the brain thinks. Wait, I just said that, so yeah. <laughs> that pumpkin pie at Costco, pumpkin pie at Costco, it's about this big around. I'm telling you, it's huge. The best for like three ninety nine. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, there's a Costco down the street. I might have to go check it out. <laughs> uh, it's seasonal. It's seasonal. Oh yeah, you're right. We're out of that time. Mm. <laughs> But we're in quarantine, so, you know, I'm trying not to eat all the junk food. Right. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Sharon, for being on the podcast with me. Uh, I, I think that people are going to learn so much from this. And uh, I, I can't wait to see how things go from here for you. So, well, Sherry, thank you so much. I'm so glad that, you know, we met a few years ago and um, that we've kept up our communication and relationship. 
I really appreciate appreciate it. Oh, that listen, the feeling is mutual. I appreciate you immensely. <laughs> <laughs> and our Saturday morning video calls. <laughs> oh, the firefighter. Right. The firefighter. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh boy. Well, thank you again, and uh, All right, we'll have to have you, you come back. All right. Sure. Take care. All right. Take yeah. care. Thank you so much for listening today. Be sure to leave a review or drop me a message with your feedback. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, follow me on all social media, and watch this episode on my YouTube channel. You can find me everywhere at I am Sherry Goodall. And if you like what you're hearing, donate in the Anchor FM app or through Patreon so that I can make more content like this for you. And until the next time, be bold and unapologetic. And always remember, I said what I said, and I meant it. You're listening to I Am Sherry Goodall, the podcast about starting a business as a midlife career woman. Conversations with friends, reviews, ideas, and random thoughts. Now here's Sherry. Sherry.